Welcome to the Art of the Dive, an interesting game week 10 is in the books and game week 11, already right around the quarter with a Friday deadline, lots of things to talk about. Jake, how are you buddy? Okay. That's good. Are you uh, yeah. are you feeling excited for the next game week? Nope. Nah. Why? I'm just bad at FPL. There it is. I didn't even have to tell you this time. I know. Yeah. You don't have to. I know deep down. Why are you bad, though? That's the question. Have you started to, like, evaluate yourself and say, this is why I suck at the game? Uh, no, I probably should take that first step, you know? Yeah, the first step is admitting it, right? Mm-hmm. I have a problem. Yep. I'm bad at yes, a game yes. that I, I spend a lot of time on, first step. Well, I, I haven't spent time this year. I don't know why, like, when I do spend time, it doesn't help that much either. Maybe it helps a little bit more, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure everyone else like has some good reasons why you might be bad. Do you want to hear yeah, why? Maybe I, we should, do you want me yeah. to tell you why I think you're bad? No, not really. Do you want me to do it anyways? I figured you would. Yeah. You're the worst points chaser in the entire world. That's, That's not why. necessarily true. The entire world. Uh, I don't know. Who did, who did you transfer in last game week? Um, Bamford. Hmm. Okay, who did you transfer in this he game week? He got two points that game week, by the way. So Yeah, but he had been banging, right? Big, big XG. Well, yeah, been banging. I mean, he's the guy to get in, though. Like, that's what oh. I don't understand. That's the whole point of the game. Who did you bring in this game week? Wilson. All right. Just wondering. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the, the reason I suck at this game is because this is a game of patience, and patience that's, is not that something is that I have. That is true. Yeah, you you have you've been on the early transfer train lately. What's up with that? Work. That's killing uh, me. Yeah. yeah, it is hard. I when disappear you have... for three to four days at a time. Yeah. So, well, sorry. Okay, that that is legit, and that is that is hard. Like when the job and life is in the way, and you have you like don't have a choice but to make early transfers. I mean, you could just not sleep. It's something to think about. Yeah, I've I've done that. Um it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know how, like, when you, you ever have, like, that time where you're, like, you, like, get somewhere and you're, like, man, I don't I don't really remember how I got here. Like, that's what happens. Like, did Aliens, I drive here? Right? <laughs> Aliens. Yeah. yeah. Butt probes. Yeah. Why are it's aliens always butt probing? What's up with that? I think it's, well, we, I don't know. I don't know. Are aliens just highly sexual beings, or are they are just, the people... they're not, yeah, maybe they're just not that creative. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, so, let's get into some questions here. Um, we, we've got a few, like, kind of semi-FPL, but more like, just like soccer things that are to start off the pod, and then we'll get into how our teams did and stuff like that. So, uh, FPL Geek wrote in, why don't you tweet more? I always find your tweets insightful or funny. That's very nice. Uh, but um, I don't tweet very much because I don't like social media. That's the answer. Um, Jonah wrote in, uh, what's the deal with the spread out games? Uh, so, that is has been a point of contention this year in, in the Premier League is all of the matches are like almost perfectly spread out this year, right? Where you can see every single game and you never 
you know, you never miss any of them. Um, so, like, for example, this upcoming game week, there's a Friday match uh, at 2 for us. Um, and then Saturday, 6.39, 11.32. Sunday, 6, 8.15, 10.30, 1.15. And then Monday, 2 o'clock. Uh, yeah. I It sucks. Do you like that or do you okay. not like that? No, no. I brought that up to our group and I think everybody else in our group loves it. I despise it. I think it's because, like, I actually have to do stuff. I don't right. know. Nobody else in the world has to do things but you. I get that. I get that. <laughs> Just, like, it's the worst. <laughs> like, I would like to, like, sit down, watch, like, a game while have, like, another game and, like, watch some highlights and then be done for the week. Like, I get, like, the three days, you know, like, I get Saturday, Sunday, and then the Monday game, which is, you know, I think they should make the worst game of the week, personally, but... Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. I mean, it's probably for TV ratings and everything. It probably it's probably actually better um and makes more sense, but I don't Yeah, like I'm not I'm I'll I'll admit I'm not a big fan either. That's it's mostly new this year, right? I mean, yeah, like this last is the year first year seemed, they've done it. I th- yeah, last it was year it's COVID seemed, related. Yeah, um, last year it seemed like you could like watch most or you could watch like, you know, in two slots there'd be a couple games going on each time, right? Mm-hmm. I think the end of last year is when it first changed. Hmm. Yeah, and I don't know the- if that's why they they kept with it because they're like, oh, this is actually better because we get more people tuning in and watching. Yeah, the, this last game week was the first game week where I didn't have like a ton going on. It was our our Thanksgiving, a time to give thanks, and uh, and so for one of the first weekends, probably since the start of the year, I sat down and watched uh, a couple games. I think I watched like four full matches, which is pretty crazy for me. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was awesome, though, over the weekend. Because they were spread out, I could do it. But, but yeah, in like a normal – in a normal week, it kind of sucks um, to do it. I, I, I liked the days where I'd have like my phone streaming one day – or one game, the computer screaming, uh, streaming one game. And then, you know, I was getting like text message updates uh, from friends on like the other matches. And it was kind of fast and furious. So, kind of a downer. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to guess they're going to stay like that, right? Like you said, it's probably TV rating related. Yeah. The other thing that really pissed me off this year, and I don't know how this works in England, but they're putting like half the games on Peacock, which is a completely different app that I will have to pay for if I want to watch. And I'm like, you guys suck for doing that because like I spend the money to get NBC, you know, sports or whatever. Yeah. And almost all the games were on there uh, or at least they were playing, you know, like if there was a couple of matches going at the same time, they'd play you know, the, the, the best game per se. Now right. they don't do that. I just, man. Yeah. They got well, maybe, maybe, maybe if you weren't so broke, you know, you, you blew all your Patreon money, man. Yeah, I did. You know, we won't say on what, but oh, we're going to sure. say, we're going <laughs> to say on what. Uh, yeah, yeah. It sucks. I'm completely with you. Um, I use a service called Reddit. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Yeah, I don't want viruses on my computer, but I'll I like to try it at some point. Yeah, you should probably just like get a Mac or something, you know, like a real computer. I know, I know, I should. I don't know. I just don't know how to use a Mac. It's kind of scary, right? I'm. It's weird because there's like uh, there's keys and like a trackpad uh, to like control it. I know it's just it is. It's very different than a normal computer. I'm a guy that still uses a mouse. Okay. You know that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so I can't I can't run this stupid computer thing. <laughs> like Honestly, I need a mouse ever, with no, a, I, like a, a 
Yeah. Like I need I it. Just, like I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Hate, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what's so funny. I wish everyone could see you. Like see you actually <laughs> try to operate a computer when you don't have your mouse or like be at your house when you can't find it. Like yelling at your wife. Like where's my mouse? Where is it? <laughs> it's just it's like the first time you see it, you, you, you're wondering what year it is, you know, and then you remember that it's just Jake being Jake. Right. It's pretty good. I grew up in the wrong time time frame. Yeah, you did. did. Yeah, you did. Uh, the other thing that people were kind of talking about a, a lot this this week, as has now become kind of tradition week to week, is all these like really tight offsides calls with VAR. Uh, okay, so I have been pretty supportive of VAR through almost this entire process. Um, I, I've said that it's the right thing and that it works really well and that it's really black and white uh, when someone's off sides or not. And I'm starting to think that I was maybe wrong. I don't normally admit that I was wrong with things. Uh, and I'm starting to think that I was maybe wrong. It's getting pretty out of hand, isn't it? Yeah. I'm glad you're coming to the light side or the dark side, however you want to think about well, it. Well, whatever. I just, I, I don't really know. Like the Sala one was really, really tight. And like part of me was like, okay, I, you know, I guess I see it like whatever. Wasn't it like his toe or something? I don't know. It was uh, bullshit. Yeah. yeah but I had well, captain. So, you know. Yeah. You the one that got me was the Watkins one where his yeah. arm or like, you know, like his forearm or something was the part of his body that was off. Right. I mean, they were saying that they were measuring from the, they measure from like the armpit or something. It's yeah. really, really strange. And like every time they draw the lines, they draw them a little differently. And I I often wonder like where they pause, where they pause the film when they're streaming through it. Is that actually the point where the ball is in contact or coming off of the foot of the passer? Right? Like it's it's a little yeah. bit it's a little bit confusing. So like when we're talking about what looks to be often like centimeters right uh centimeter yep. calls the point at which you pause the film and decide yeah that's that's the point the ball was released right because it's when the ball's released correct mm -hmm. yep. yeah so like the point that it's off the foot uh, of the passer that that's kind of like up in the air because they can't zoom in and see that at right? the same so the, time yeah right they can't I do agree. both so this the centimeter call is not working for me at the moment i don't know yeah, I honestly like the old way. I mean, I get the point of our, I really do, but man, I think they still mess up just as many calls, so it just slows it down. Kind of said that from the beginning. That's that's what's happened in a lot of sports. Um, <clears throat> I think the only replay in sports that kind of makes sense is football because I think it's hard for the referees to be in all the spots. Um but yeah, I, I replay for basketball, replay for soccer. It just, I think it's trash. Just get rid of it. Human error. Inject it back into the game, as they say. Yeah. I mean, maybe for red cards, like that's kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good for, for that like when something stuff. happens when the ref's turned. I get that. Yeah. All right. That's but, all we have. I know it's not really FPL related. I just, well, I mean, it has big FPL implications, right? Like the Watkins thing yeah. was pretty crazy this week. The solid thing was really tight. Um, there were a couple other VAR calls as well that were overturned, I think, throughout the week. So, um, pretty, pretty crazy week. Um, anyways, uh, let's get into our teams, huh? Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, you go first. No, I can actually, cause my, my, you had a good week. I'll go with my team. All right. Um, 
Yeah, so really low average points week. What's what's with that? Do I need oh, to well, I'll, I'll hit you with some points there just so that we everybody has them. Um, okay. uh, FPL status uh, sends out these little graphs, and I think we should start reading some of them. So the average points for the overall was uh, 43.8. Uh, the top 1K yeah. had 51.2. Top 10K, 50.6, and top 100K, 50.9. So, actually pretty tight between, like, the mm-hmm. top 1,000 and the top 100,000, which um, says to me that a lot of those teams are, are probably pretty close, um, whereas mm-hmm. the overall is a little bit lower. Obviously, your overall is always going to be a little bit lower versus, like, the people that you actually compete with, uh, and that is because there's so many dead teams, right, where where maybe transfers weren't made or captains didn't fall on the people. Um so I thought I'd just share those to kind of get us thinking a little bit about it. Um, tell us a little bit about kind of like how your your team did then, Jake. Yeah, so I brought in Bamford because Everton had been bad defensively. And, you know, he, he's got really good stats. I think he's a hold for me for the rest of the year, um, depending on what they do and if they change things a lot. But um, my this was the first week i don't think i got a return from a forward two two and two with dcl adams and bamford um oh, that hurts but good in the midfield sala captain obviously the goal taken away was huge uh Grealish got you know another three bones um with his one goal even they, though they lost which helped and then fernandez um 10 points i got i it's kind of like last year. I think he's now back to like, oh, just captain him every week when he plays a crappy team. You know, if you look at it, um, which I still don't know how they lost to Arsenal, but whatever. Uh, Newcastle, Everton, West Brom, and Southampton. He had double-digit returns. Oh, and Brighton. So basically, if you throw out the Arsenal game, which I think they're a trash team. Just say it now. Um, and Crystal Palace. <laughs> Gotta say it once, once per God. pod. Yeah, which Crystal Palace was their first game of the season. That's always hard. And Crystal Palace had a game under their belt, though. He's really double-digit returned against every team that's like a bottom table team. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye on that. And and so Zayic, he's my issue. Really good distributor, but like just he doesn't get enough goals with all the, the, the stuff going on, all the point returns with the midfielders. In the back, Chilwell got me a clean, um, but that was about the only bright spot. Bravo and Semedo both gave up one goal, and then Martinez, is, he's got to go. But that's that's my team. You're going to use a transfer on a goalkeeper, you think? I'm not. That's the problem. He's just yeah. going to sit there and just get me one points for the rest of the season. Yeah. So, one or huh. zero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, I had a great game week. I had a game week rank of 11,000. That's pretty yeah, insane, so isn't it? Bitch. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't have yeah. we ever. I think I had one time that I cracked 10,000. Yeah, I've only cracked 10,000 once. I think I did like 6,000 or 8,000 or something one time. So that's pretty insane for me. Um, I'll admit that. Obviously, a little bit lucky, but obviously also like related to the plane of my wild card. So I wild carded mm-hmm. an eight. Um, and I had a game week rank of 61,008, which was really good. And then last week, I still had a pretty good week. I, I scored 71 points and had 1.1 million overall rank, which, you know, obviously like the overall rank or the game week rank isn't like spectacular, but the overall points is pretty good. And then uh, this week, 82 points and, and 11,000. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that my team's not completely worthless now. Um, Chilwell was good. I was pretty happy with the alien call. I wasn't sure if I was going to start him 
or um, my, my options were him, Masuaku, or Kilman. Um, I went with Aileen and, and got that call right after last week I sat him on the bench and they cleaned last week as well. Um, so, so anyways, that worked, worked well. Uh, I brought in Jota this week. Um, I wasn't sure. The plan initially was not to make a transfer, but then with Zaha having COVID um, and still be or being self-isolated or whatever, I, I needed to move Zaha. And I actually missed the price drop. of. There was an initial drop of Zaha and a rise of Jota. And Jota has since risen again. Um, I missed that initial bump because they played midweek and I didn't, Liverpool did, and I didn't want to like risk him being hurt and then having him in my team. Um, so I just ate that and, and went with it. Um, I brought in KDB last week, uh, and, and he obviously didn't have anything. So then this week I brought him in and captain or had him in and captained him. Um, I will be on the train of like all the people that were like, Oh, disappointed. Wish he would have had more. Like, he could have, yeah, he posted, he had an assist that he had, you know, called for VAR. Like, yeah, he, he could have had, he really could have had like a 20 point game. Um, but, but he was, he was really good and, uh, and I was happy with that. Um, Fernandez Rodriguez is a player that I feel like needs to go, hasn't returned in six game weeks. Um, Grealish, I have Wilson up top, Bamford. Um, so I actually got for the first time really this year, I, I feel like I really got my bench right where like I picked all the right players to be out on, on the, on the field yeah. playing for me. So, so all in all, very, very good. I'm good again, I guess. Yeah. Before we get into like writing questions, what do you make of like Man City? Like, are they back or is it just Burnley was that much well, of like a hot trash pile? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I mean, like, if you look at the stats from the week, you know, obviously, like, Mara's having a great game. People are going to target him. I, I don't know, like, if he's a great target. Mm. You know, like, Sterling Sterling was benched. You know, Foden was benched. You know, Bernardo Silva didn't play. I mean, there's, like, a lot of guys that could, could play for him. I'm not really sure how, how I would handle that. Um, as a team, I mean, did you, like, really dig into how they performed this last game week? I, I think it's mostly goes down to kind of like what you said, like Burnley being bad. But it does help as well that, like, KDB was rested the week, the, the midweek game. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't even in the squad. And I think he needed that. He is the player for them. He's the guy that yeah. makes that team tick. And so getting his legs back underneath him uh, was a big deal. And then <clears throat> they moved him up into, like, the number 10 role. Now, one thing I didn't love about that was they basically just gave him a free roll. And I don't know if you watched the game or not, but he drifted all over the place. So there were like long moments in the game where he'd be playing out on the wing. He just likes to try to find space. And and I get it. I'm not questioning the way KDB plays. Okay. That guy knows what he's doing. And, uh, but just like as an FPL owner, I, there were moments in the game where I was like, oh man, why is he not in the middle of the pitch where he can like distribute for assists and things like that? So, um, I, given the, here's, here's my thought. Given the fixtures, they're pretty good. Uh, given the fact that I believe, I believe this hasn't been announced yet, but I believe they're going to have a double in 19. I think that's when that comes. Um, He's just like an easy hold for me right now. Um, yeah, that's fair. Know? I think. I mean, I think for sure for him. I just I get a little bit worried. Like, you know, Mara's like diced guys and like t- 
tucked it in like side corner every time with his left foot. And I just like don't I just don't see them doing that. So unless like Sterling, I mean, probably against Fulham. Yes, maybe against West Brom, maybe. But I just don't know if they're going to be doing that every game week. Um, so, uh, you know, he's a good player to target out of that group. But I definitely wouldn't go with Mares. Um there's better options around that price range. And, and so I just am a little bit still worried about Man City. Yeah. They, they, they have trounced Burnley like every time they've played them yeah. in the last few years. That's a weird, you know, thing that they've been doing to them. It's been bad. Yeah. Uh, they did create, I mean, in, in City's defense, you know, they 19 shots, um, 17 chances created, uh, you know, an absurd amount of kind of like Man City successful passes. Um, but what's interesting about that too, then, is that their crosses numbers were, were not like in the top five or six, you know? So they're like passing chances created and shots numbers were really high. So to me, that's like kind of a good thing. It means that they're getting into the right types of areas and aren't just like playing hopeful crosses in. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's look at the Slack team. Oh, not a great team for the game week for the Slack team. I didn't actually, I didn't actually look at the Slack team until just now. Um, forty nine points, forty nine points. Um, so uh, Chilwell with the return, Fernandez captain. So we got that right. Uh, Sala with the return, but then oh, Dallas on the bench. That that hurts a little bit. Um, but how how could you have known? Uh, the whole Kilman benching thing was kind of unexpected, but it, it happened. With, they went to a back four, it looked like. So there's a chance he might not be playing anymore. Um, so anyways, okay. So yeah, for, 49 points. Um, and uh, it looks like probably a red arrow. Yeah, or no, green arrow. Wow, oh, I didn't, didn't think that would get warranted to green arrow. Uh, 1.1 million overall. Um, yeah, that's been going well. You well, know why that way. is. You know What's why that, that is. No returns from well, I guess a clean sheet from Son and nothing from Kane. Yeah, right? probably but that hasn't probably happened the, like the yeah, whole year. Yeah, probably the biggest that that was probably the biggest thing that like helped my team, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um All right. That's all I kinda have for like our teams. Uh we should probably look at the leaderboards. Um do you want to do League Diver PSL? I'll do PSL. Okay. Pull that up then. I'll pull up League Dive. Uh top 10 here in the league dive um we have a little bit of movement this week uh in 10th cruise control in ninth a freak no more in eighth like a virgil in seventh uh language that i can't read in six uh runjan in fifth uh chinoa fc in fourth eli regchamp in third fc dre in second uh spraku 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 uh, and in first, uh, show me the Mounier. Conor Murray still, uh, well, no, it was in second and moved up in the first. Uh, and overall rank of 5,369 points this game week. Classic. All right. Uh, PSL Super League. Uh, number five, new team, Mo Newman. Um, number four, the teeth of Suarez, Patty Pa. Number three, uh, Lunatics North End, Patrick Coyle. Number two, Sporting Sideburns, Gaz, FPL. And number one, Show Me the Mooney, Connor Murray. Everything stayed the same for the top six. But in number 10, the art of the dive, our very own Marco. Hey, we're back. We're back. Uh, 
in the uh, in the head-to-head league this week, I think the biggest we we kind of try to just pick out like what the biggest thing was. Obviously, last week it was me beating Bobby Love because Bobby Love's bad at things. Um, but this week, uh, Nick Triggerlips' unbeaten run has been ended. He got uh, he he had won every single game since the start of of the season matchup, which is pretty crazy because uh, mm-hmm. I feel like head-to-head leagues have so much variance, you know, like. Um, but, but yeah, he, he, uh, he has lost. Um, so the, the king has fallen and now the league is open. Did I, by the way, did I tell you that I won the fantasy king manager of the month award? Did I tell you that? Where? No. What is that? <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, FPL king or his Twitter handles, the fantasy king too, is, um, somebody who has listened to our pod a few times. I think, I don't know if he's a weekly listener, but he's listened to our pod a few times and he reached out at the beginning of the year and was just like, Hey, I do a pretty big league and like, Everybody pays in a little bit of money and then we do like a manager of the month and you win like you win different stuff. So I won uh I won a I won fifty quid, which I don't even know what that is. What is a quid? <laughs> that sounds like a, a monetary value for paying for squid. <laughs> I was gonna say monetary value for paying for sex. <laughs> <laughs> that too, baby. Squid, uh, squid, sex. Uh, how many, how many quid? How many quid? Uh, so I got some quids coming, and then I got a uh, um, a personalized limited edition mug. It's coming. My, I think a coffee mug. Two thirty nine this month. Yeah, you're back. It's really frustrating. I liked being ahead of you, even though I was having a terrible year too. Uh, it was like last year. Like you're ahead of me for like most of the year. <laughs> yeah. And you kept like, then you start, you learned your life. At least this year, you didn't talk shit, right? Like last year, you were like, oh, you suck and I'm good now. And I was like, Jake, 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 Jake. don't, Jake, don't, because you're going to upset me and that's not good. And you're like, oh, you're so dumb. I'm better than you. I'm Jake. And then you suddenly were losing to me by a lot. It happened pretty fast, didn't it? Yeah. That's how I tend to, you know, I like to strike. I like to strike. It's fun. Uh, okay. Do um do you have anything about this game week other than what we've talked about that you wanted to discuss? Uh no, not really about the game week in particular. It's like FPL's okay. back to being boring. There it is. Yeah, Jake hates it because he's not winning. Uh, the loss in translation section. I think this was uh John that wrote this in. I forgot to put it down. Um, to well, to spaff in your pants. That <laughs> that's not like a loss in translation thing. It's just. You're talking about ejaculation, man. Like, I don't... (laughs) I don't know. Context, he says, when the Chelsea Spurs match finishes goalless, having transferred out Kane and Son, that's a spaff in your pants. I don't, you know, I I just... It's not a great loss in translation, I'm going to be honest. There's no subtlety to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's all right. I mean, he tried. Yeah, for co- context, something no one has ever done when they've seen Jake. Wow. Hurtful. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, all right, should we just like roll into the second half of the pot or do you want to take a break? No, let's keep going. All right, today we're going to keep it going. Um, so let's just jump right into the, the game week and uh, kind of questions that we have. We've got a handful today that I think will be well worth discussing and and the first one is um the first one something i asked you about earlier in the pod and garf wrote it in with all the goalkeepers being shite i truly think it's time to bring out the big guns i'm considering martinez uh to ederson 
uh, or possibly Mendy. He has to. He said he's going to wait for what's going on with Mendy uh, to kind of see. Um, what are your thoughts on the goalkeeper transfer? And if if you were to do it, Jake, who do you think you would be moving from? You you said you wanted to move off of Martinez. Well, I said it a while ago. I think Fabianski is the best option. Um, West Ham are g- good enough defensively to get cleans, but like not that good, so that he can still get like bonus points from saves. Um, right, like he had five saves this week against Villa. So he only got three points, but like that's all you really need from a keeper. So, and he's not that expensive. It's frustrating he did move up from five to five point one this week, but yeah. you know if you have Martinez, that's not that far ahead. So I think he'll be the tops when the when all is said and done. Um, that that's kind of my take. Yeah, I I don't disagree necessarily. I I don't get into like over evaluating the goalkeepers too much. Mostly, I pick somebody that I think is cheap and that I think uh, has a chance to get clean sheets once in a while, and that might get a few save points here and there. But um. Save points are hard to evaluate. What um, what's Flappy Hansky on right now? He's on thirty on the year, thirty save points on the year. Uh, McCarthy, for example, is on thirty-two. So it just comes down to then like the clean sheets that they've kept. And sometimes I wonder like, is that just due to the run of fixtures? Like he, coming up, um, he has Manchester United, Leeds, Crystal Palace, and Chelsea. Whereas, like, McCarthy has uh, Brighton, Sheffield, Arsenal, Man City. So, I don't know. Like, they're pretty similar fixtures overall, right, between between the four. <laughs> I, I just don't yeah, know I mean, that I would necessarily yeah. burn on. What about, though, moving over to, like, the heavy hitters, as Garf says? No. No, that's a bad move. I, I just don't think it's worth it because you're only really hoping for clean sheet points. And What about, Mendy, what about Mendy, though, at 5.1? Why go for that when you could go with like a Reese James Chilwell double up though? You know what I mean? Like that Why makes so much more sense up? to me. I, you could. I think that's a little risky, but it's. Let me. I mean, let's evaluate Mendy because he hasn't played as many games. So he's played one, two, three, four, five, six games. So he's All but two. average. No. Yeah. No, he, play, he didn't. Oh, plus he one, didn't play two, game week one and, then, and two. Yeah. Two, All yeah. Right. So four he didn't play four game weeks. Right. He's averaging a lot of points a game. So that's that's reasonable to consider him, but you gotta you also gotta consider are you gonna go without a Chelsea attacker the rest of the year? Um so to me I think James and Chilwell make more sense because of their assist potential, but like it's not it's not wrong to go with Mendy. I, I just again like zero bonus you know, he had one game week where he had four saves. Otherwise, it's been one or less, basically. So, like, to me, you know, Fabianski, um, Johnston, Johnstone with, like, 44 saves this year already, you know, that just makes more sense. You're going to go in that direction instead. Yeah, it always it always works out more in the end, especially yeah. with the cost. I mean, Johnstone's four point five. Yeah, especially so. so I can see the stretch to Mendy. Ed- Ederson's hard at six. That's pretty crazy yeah. to me. That's absurd to me. Especially that like could be spent better elsewhere. Yeah, and especially because like City haven't shown yet that they can keep cleans. I mean, Mendy's kept cleans in five out of the six games he's played in. Um, and actually, their fixtures their fixtures aren't like terrible. Everybody was saying that Chelsea's fixtures are bad, but it's Leeds, Everton, Wolves, West Ham, Arsenal, Aston Villa. I mean, 
Yeah, it's not. I mean, terrible. It's I not agree. terrible. I, then they have City and and Leicester, uh, but then Fulham, Wolves, Burnley. You know, and then they have Spurs, but then Sheffield, Newcastle, Southampton. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I I do like. I think that that's maybe worth talking about as well. How about this? Like, you know, we have this question here from Mark: Are Chilwell and James the new Trenton Rabo? That's an interesting no. question. You're going to say no. They're, they're good. They're no, but they're good players to bring in. Do you so you, <laughs> have Chil, you have Chilwell, right? Yep. Yeah. And I'm strongly considering taking a hit to get James in. I just hate doing it for defenders, but Yeah. Um I just don't think they keep it clean against Leeds. Leeds are so good. They're in they my are, new team. Well, they're really good at creating chances. <laughs> yeah. Um no, they're, they're a just, good team. I mean, Honestly, we should talk about like getting a Leeds defender in. Uh, a lot of people do have that now, but uh, I mean, I'm a little I have Aylin. on that train. Yeah. So just because of their cut rate price and the fact that they're somehow able to keep these cleans. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't think James and Chilwell are going to create as many chances as, say, Robbo and Trent. But yeah, I mean, Chelsea has been able to keep clean sheets, which is pretty crazy. Um, they tend to get a little bit of bonus points in those games. You know, I don't, maybe we need to talk more about what's wrong with like Chelsea's offense, but whatever, give Frank a break, you know? Well, yeah, the, 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 fu- it's just funny that the narrative that was that Chelsea couldn't defend, right? Mm-hmm. That was, that was the narrative at the start of the year and people were going berserk. Like even some of our friends were like, that we're, we're good buddies with were like, he has no idea what he's doing. He's clueless. He can't, you know, he brought in all these offensive players. Their defense was so bad. And now they've kept uh, in their last one, two, three, four, five clean sheets in their last seven games uh, since they got their back line all put together. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, they have the lowest X, you know, GA for any team in the Premier League. And surprisingly, Man City second. Um but, but like you look at it, Man City hasn't kept nearly as many clean. So like, is that just luck or what is that? Is that that comes down to like, I don't know, something in particular? I don't know. But I've always been a fan of Zuma defensively. He just, he like has the physical gifts to be a superb center back. He just doesn't always seem to mentally make the right choices. But maybe this is the year he turns it around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that they've been... um They've been pretty good. Um, so, I think the double up's legit, though. Is that something that, like, I know you had said you're thinking about maybe a hit. You're not, you're, you're looking at it? Well, yeah, I'm looking at that for other reasons. But yeah, I think James and Chilwell are the two defenders to go with. Um, Zuma's probably not a terrible option because he'll get, he'll probably get more goals than those guys by the end of the year off of corners and set pieces. He's got three. Um, so I like could even you could even argue Zuma might not be a, a terrible shout. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he also asked when Jake's mom has smashed him in FPL, does she talk trash and text him a lot of inject emojis? Does your mom do that? I don't see your mom as a trash no. talker. No, she's not a trash talker. I am past her now. I haven't. She, unfortunately, she's had some stuff going on. Um, but yeah, I haven't been able to help her with picks. And so I think her team's been kind of idle the past couple game weeks. She still has her wild card though. So who knows? Hmm. Well, she should save that for the next couple game weeks at this point. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. 
Uh, okay. Um, Mark also asks, um, is DLC worth an extra $2 million over a budget striker like Bamford, Watkins, Wilson, or Antonio? Do you hear my rooster in the background or no? Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. It's just oh, going... Oh, cat's coming. He heard it, too. Yeah, it's just going crazy in the... Oh, my God. <sighs> this is the home that I live in, Jake. It's like... Yeah, you guys... Yeah. So annoying. It is a zoo here. It's a zoo. It's what you. It's like you're Matt Damon. God damn it! That's gonna go on now. The rest. Just so everyone knows, that will be going on the rest of the podcast. Once it starts, like it will not stop, um, unless someone goes out there and like shoes him away, you know, and is like, "Go away, chicken! You're done." Let Ringo out. Just set him. Set set the dog on him. Yeah. Ringo will fight with the chickens. Have I told you this? No. So the the chick the the no, just the roosters. The roosters are little. They're little bantams. They're like small chickens, and uh, and and so they're really small. But they try to be tough, and so they like puff out their neck feathers, and they like try to scratch Ringo in the face, and uh, and Ringo loves it, right? Because they're like really little, and he thinks it's fun uh, when they try to fight him. It's it's quite the battle sometimes. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, all right. Um. So, DL, uh, DCL, extra $2 million over budget strikers like Bamford, Watkins, Wilson, or Antonio. I mean, what well, I've been looking at for them is just like basically their expected goal involvement. That's what I kind of look at. I, so, Calvert-Lewin is at 7.38 uh, on the season for XGI. Uh, Bamford's ahead of him at 7.46. Uh, Wilson is below him at 7.05. And Watkins is below at seven, uh, 6.7. Um, that's normally on a serious note. I normally just look at that and like fixtures when I'm selecting my forwards. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, oof. yes and no. I think to Bamford and Wilson, that's a no. To Watkins, that that's a maybe. Watkins, I mean, he has a couple good fixtures left, but then you know, like he's kind of out of luck. I feel like with Chelsea, Man United, Spurs. Uh, <clears throat> Why I, no? To, I think, why no though for Bamford and Wilson? Oh, because I think that they're they're equal to him in in underlying stats, and they're pretty close to him on points in the season. So they're you know he's two million more, well one point eight million more than Bamford, and one point four million more than Wilson. And so I think for the rest of the year, barring like significant injuries, those two forwards are probably better. Yeah. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. I, I misunderstood you, what you were saying. Yeah. 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 So. Um, um, yeah, actually, Wilson has a better, slightly better, very slightly better minutes per expected goal involvement as well, just by a few minutes, which is negligible, I think. But um, yeah, and Calvert-Lewin is significantly outperforming. His, his delta is much higher, 2.6 versus <laughs> Wilson's 2 and Bamford's 0.5. So the, the player I, I that know. I'm that I'm interested in though, if you do have DCL, is Cavani. You know, we uh, didn't talk yeah. about him yet, but let's talk he about might him. be Yeah, let's talk about him. I mean, he could have a consistent starting role because Martial has been so poor. And he's eight. Um he got two goals this weekend against Southampton in forty five minutes and three bonus points. Like, when do you bring him in? You know? Yeah, Man City. I'll tell you when you bring him in. Um, when he doesn't make n-word tweets, that's when you bring him (laughs) in. Did you Did you hear about this? (laughs) (laughs) It's maybe not good to laugh at, but um, 
the shock. Well, it's just funny. The shock of it is just so. Yeah, yeah, the shock and the fact that I'm not yeah. up to date on these things, unfortunately, because yeah. I hate social media as well. Yeah, it's okay. I shouldn't. I shouldn't laugh at it. It's more just the shock of it that is almost laughable. Um, he made some sort of. Um, I, I, it was in Spanish, right? So then he did the thing where he was like, "Oh, I didn't know that that was the way." You know, he made some sort of. Um, I don't know that it was the M word. It was a racial slur, I should say. Um, but it was en espanol, I think, and then he claimed that, like, it doesn't translate the same, and you know how that always goes. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't know that there's any there's any excuse for it, but so there's a chance. I don't know if this is going to happen. There's, like, some really big question marks over this game week, and I let's just, like, hit them now. So there's a chance he gets hit with a ban. Um, uh, they're saying up to three matches, uh, oh, which wow. I think would completely derail the Cavani train. Uh, because mm-hmm. obviously, like, people are looking at him right now. I would guess people have already brought him in. I, I haven't looked at those stats. But um, a three-match ban is a long time to be away. Um, so, we'll see what happens there. We're also dealing with this huge... Is that huge... three Premier League matches? Uh, three, normally, it's the I think, doesn't the FA hand those out? So, it would be any... So, like, the Carabao okay. Cup would also count. Or the FA Cup, yeah. right, would also count. I mean, he could be back then game week 12. Yeah, so that's I mean, true. still so not he, ideal, but right. Yeah. No, no, he might just miss like yeah, yeah, just two like regular Premier League game weeks. That's true. Um, yeah. So, so there's that. There's also this, and then we can get back to the strikers in a minute. But there's this huge question mark about this Newcastle Aston Villa game. We were talking about this before the pod. So it's yeah, being reported be right now that the yeah the entire Newcastle first team squad is in self isolation, which I thought that the rules were. Either like ten days or two weeks, if if the self isol or if the isolation occurs. So there's talk that the entire first team squad would not be available. Now, I've been reading, and and it's kind of being debated right now on exactly how it's to be handled because the Premier League essentially put rules out that said each club needs to monitor their their COVID right via the the Premier League regulations. And basically what the Prem said was like, we don't give a shit about the health of these players. What we care about is money each week and making sure that the TV contracts go through. So if uh, you fuck up and your players get sick, um, then uh, you have to basically just bring up youth players to like cover the match, right? And I think the idea behind that was like they didn't want a team to say, oh, our best three players are out. We don't want to risk, right? We don't want to risk the game. We don't want to risk, you know, because three guys, our best three players got it and we don't want to risk, um, you know, spreading it and basically just using that as an excuse, right? To like not play the game because their best players are out. So the Prem said, yeah, well, you'll just fill that gap with youth players. Well, what happens then when an entire team is isolated? Do you, do you have to bring up the U23s or the U19 players to cover and play against a Premier League club. Um, so we Get have the to wait and see. Ollie Watkins. Yeah, right, the right. That's what everybody has been saying that. Like, I will take 100 <laughs> hits. I don't care what it takes. This is going to be a 10-0 game. Like, I guess we'll see what happens. So just, I don't know. I, this is mostly just hearsay from me. Like, I've been reading other people talking about it. Um, I haven't heard or read official statements or anything like that from clubs or the or the leagues. So, but that will be very interesting. And it would really suck because, like, I want the, right, I want Wilson to play, right? That's going to hurt yeah. to not have him playing yeah. uh, in, in a good matchup 
um, after a, a good game week. So that'll be really interesting. So some, a couple, I mean, there's a lot of things to, to question about life right now, but those are two big ones in the FPL world. Um, sorry. So I completely tangented, tangented us. Is that a word? No. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Well, neither's your face. So <sighs> sorry. I'm upset. Um, what do you think? Anything else on, uh, there's my dog now. Now you guys can hear him. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on, on strikers? What about Antonio? Sounds like he's back. Yeah. Wait and see for me. Yeah. I like the midfield for them more. Like I love Bowen. I mean, we got to talk about that at some point. I don't know if we got a question in, so I, I don't want to jump ahead. I didn't read the sheet per huge. Yeah. Yeah. You no prep. Oh, uh, we but don't have like, any questions on Bowen. No questions on Bowen. Do, we got to talk about this. Like James Ward, Prowse, Bowen, Neto, and Fornals all have more points than like guys like Rodriguez, even Jota, which I think I would throw Jota into that group because he's six. He's kind of like under seven. Yeah. But like, you know, people who are rushing in to bring Mahrez in, you know, like, whoa, 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 slow your roll. Like, he's never going to score a header goal in his life again, probably. But right. he's at 45 points on the season. And you can have a guy like James Ward-Prowse who's two million cheaper, over two million cheaper, and he's got 56 points on the season. And like, I don't think there's any sign of him not playing. Like he just, yeah, you know, yeah. eats points. Um, yeah, the issue, so. the issue with Ward Prowse is the expected goal involvement numbers. So with him yeah. being like kind of like a set piece specialist, you know, obviously, obviously those numbers are. Uh, I don't know what the right word is. It, so here's the thing: like the odds of scoring a free kick are very, very low. Okay, so if most of your shots are via free kick, your XG is going to be incredibly low. Um, free kicks are one of the one of the few areas where I think the XG model doesn't give you as much information about a player as you'd like because it's such a specialty trait of a player. There's so few players in the, in, in the entire league that are skilled enough to score multiple free kick goals in a year. And so... What we get is this very like deflated XG value that gets applied to that that player, like a player like James Ward Prowse, who, who's who's obviously very talented at free kicks. So only a few players make up the majority of the goals scored, those high probability, right? Those the conversions um, in in that area. And so yeah, his XGI is at one point eight on the season, which is uh, is quite low. Like when you start comparing to some of those other those other guys. So you had just said. Um, like Bowen, for example, he has an XGI of 3.6. Um, Rodriguez has an XGI of 4.7. So, um, and actually Rodriguez has an XGI of just under the KDBs of 4.9, right? So, um, so I think that that's probably what kind of maybe holds some back from a guy like Ward Prowse. But my, my, you know, retort would be, um, that the only reason that XGI is so low is because of those free kicks. Does that make sense when I explain it like that? Yeah, no, it does. It does. And the question, though, is what do you do with that extra money this year? Because the forward line has been so cheap, unless you're yeah. going with Kane. Like, do you spend it to have Kane for the rest of the year if you don't uh, have him? Do you use that money elsewhere? I mean, obviously, the back line you don't need to spend that money on this year, which is, you know, unique. Do you just keep that money in the bank? Do you use it to have like a midfield line of Salah, Fernandez, KDB, and Son, if you can get to that maybe? Yeah. Um, and just have your James Ward-Prowse as your fifth mid off the bench some game weeks? 
I, you know, I don't know. There's a, this year is, this year's good. I like this year. Um, I played it completely wrong because it's a little bit different than years past, but you know, those are, those are players that usually really help facilitate a role. And, and I really like Bowen and I think James Ward Prowse is a decent shout as well, just because of, like you said, his set piece abilities. Yeah. Kendo wrote in and Wilson asked the same thing. Um, is uh, Just on the midfield topic, is KDB essential next game week? And if so, would you swap out Son or Grealish for him? Um, I have Jota and, he's, and he is the poor man Salah, he says. Um, it's, a great, it's a good question. I, I, you, know, you guys know how I feel about essential of players. I, I just don't think that that's a thing, especially like what you just said, Jake. This year has been so interesting, the way that you can construct the different, the different uh, team structures, right? There's like so many cheap forwards there's a handful of very cheap defenders that are doing the job there's uh so many different midfielders that are scoring so i I don't know that he's essential but um he's a good player i would move from sun to him i'd be comfortable doing that i don't think i'm gonna move grealish on like the entire season yeah i I wouldn't move him yet either especially with his run of fixtures for now i mean like we just talked about it like even if newcastle play their first team like newcastle burnley west brom and three out of four yeah yeah why would you move on from him right you gotta have him in your team for especially for this run but like he has an xgi on the season that ranks him fifth uh, amongst all midfielders um only salah fernandez mane zaha uh, are ahead of him right now and um and that will change you know with zaha now not playing as much and their fixtures changing as well um yeah. so yeah yeah i wouldn't I, I would be comfortable moving sun to him if you really if you really like the fixture but um i don't but like no. that though for a hit because sun plays oh, against no, not arsenal yeah, that's the only not. thing yeah um no, i just think sun gets if anything for the next four game week sun gets a return against arsenal um Arsenal's back line is slow and like isn't he on the side that like Rob Holding typically plays on I've, yeah, I've probably, given up yeah. watching Arsenal but like <laughs> I just think that Son could get like two goals easy um, and KDB like yes scores goals for sure but you know he shoots farther from outside and Fulham have I mean they just they just beat Lester and take that with a grain of salt Lester I think have been overperforming um, but you know Fulham may not give up the five goals that Burnley did we'll see Kiwi Nick asked is Grealish on pens now probably right I hope so with Watkins missing that one yeah um, I've always kind of been surprised that he's not I don't really yeah. get that. Yeah, I mean, he does everything except that, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Jonah wrote in, annoying uh, week with games to spread out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Jamie Vardy data analysis findings. First, hard game week away against a top team and not expected to do much equals prime Ronaldo and reigning goals. <laughs> Easy home game against bottom six equals Chav drunk on Elka Pops in the local park and can barely stand up. Pathetic. <laughs> that's, yeah, I, I didn't watch that, true. but is he was he injured still question mark and you know it you know Vardy's hard he's older I think he doesn't you know he he's kind of like a cane where he wants to play every game fair for him he's a really good player but I just don't know if he's 100 I think if he's 100 percent he scores goals in that game so I just I wonder if he's 100 percent personally yeah yeah I do too I don't know I did Brendan Rodgers is always a liar about that stuff yeah he's not gonna come out and say anything yeah Yeah. so fucking Brendan Rodgers did you did you watch the uh the Bleacher Report (laughs) Champions League thing or whatever whoever makes that online yeah yeah if 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 people don't watch those on YouTube the the it's called the Champions 
Uh, they had an episode with Brendan Rogers and Jamie Vardy. Uh, it, it was just really funny, the whole thing. You got to, I, I can't even do it. You got to just watch it. So, um, Joner also says, I prefer pep roulette. That's just, he likes darkness. And then he says, keep your peckers up. There's a long way to go. Is a pecker a penis? I, th- I thought so. Hmm. Lost in translation. Uh, <laughs> who are you going to captain this week? Uh, well, it was going to be Wilson. <laughs> um, against Villa because they've been so poor defensively and I kind of like that differential and now I have to wait and see I I tentatively put it on Fernandez against West Ham but I don't love that Um, Fernandez has scored an absurd he just keeps scoring things away he just keeps scoring yeah he does yeah away that's that's kind of why I have it on him because I was like looking I was like oh it's away and then I was like oh wait it's Fernandez interesting yeah (laughs) so Um, I uh, so I almost was certainly going to just make it on KDB against Fulham, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll see. Like if this whole thing completely disintegrates and Newcastle play their U12s against Aston Villa, um, then I'll probably, you know, just go with Grealish for the fun of it. The, yeah, depending on that, that might this might be the first time in history I transfer the same player out twice. I may just go Wilson to Watkins and Captain. Not oh kidding. God, <laughs> that's how bad it's become. Is that how you got to Wilson? Uh, no, I went. I went from um, Shea to to Wilson. Oh, okay. I was planning on moving Shea out at a certain point in time, and oh, you don't um, want Shea anymore. He's not a bad pick. I don't think he's a he's a terrible hold for the rest of the season. Brighton, I, Sheffield, I, Arsenal coming up here. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. All right. I got to get Che back in. <laughs> takes, yeah. takes a hit right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Right. I, I, I think Wilson, like, being on pens and, like, Shea's just kind of that assist guy for them. Yeah. Um, he's not going to. goals he, here and yeah, there. Yeah. He'll, he'll probably on the year have, like, eight goals and like six assists or eight assists or something like that. Like, you know, he's on three and four right now. He'll probably like double that and a little better by the end of the season. And that's it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay. Um, so follow us on the tweeters, um, the Instagrams we don't use very much, but you can follow us there Uh, online divefpl.com. Um, you can download our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google play, Podbean, wherever. Um, we've got a couple of randos to just finish up the pod, Jake. John wrote in, I have joined the dog world and recall Jake being direct message about vet questions, much to his annoyance. I thought it might be fun to tease him with a relevant dog question, such as when a dog looks into your eyes, are they saying they love you or wondering how long it will be until you die and they can eat you? Good question, Jake. Uh, I think it's probably more that they like you or love okay. you. My dog likes going under the sofa. Should I get a new sofa or a new dog? Yeah, I would say a new sofa. I'm going to call those roosters very soon. It's I'm getting very <laughs> upset. If dogs had opposable thumbs, do you think uh, we would be their pets? Probably not, no. D- dogs like to lick us. Do dogs think it is weird that we don't lick them back? Most likely, yeah. You should lick your dog back. All right. Start licking, John. Um Native American Drake wrote in because I refused to call him by his new name. Uh, since you said you've started an investment account, here are a few of my investment ideas for the money. Blockbuster movies are making a comeback. Besides like 10 people using Netflix, most of us still get our films from Blockbuster. I didn't know that. Did you, Jake? 
no, but I would I would strongly as our investment account manager not recommend. Well, you that, don't know. No, you don't know. These are yeah. great. These are insider trading tips. Trump's okay. re-election right. fund to ensure you don't lose all of your hard-earned Patreon money to the tax-hungry Democrats. Yeah. Or as he said, the demon rats. True. Uh, buy as many penny stocks as possible, oh, but only one of each. <laughs> That's good advice. Uh, buy a racehorse. Actually, racehorses always pay back their investment. <laughs> Native American Drake. Did he change his name back? I thought he was... Um... Mr. Future Mr. Hope Hicks is his current yeah, name. I, I will Mr. not Hope call Hicks. him that. Okay. Yeah, got it. <laughs> My wife loved that, by the way. She thought that was hilarious. Uh, all right. So, um... Yeah, you're not going to be managing our investment account, but thank you for your um, thoughts. All right. Um, that's all we have for today. I I can't do this anymore with these fucking roosters. I can't. They're like right out. So I'm in the basement and our basement's kind of, God, it's like right on the other side of the wall. They're just like crowing uncontrollably. I don't, they're so excited about something. I don't know. They just keep there going, is. so I don't know what's going on. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, good luck to everybody this game week. Keep an eye on that news about the Newcastle game and what's going on with Cavani and things like that. Uh, it's a lot lot of moving pieces this week, so let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake, and remember, you should dive. <laughs>